Hi everyone, welcome to In Between Pop. I'm Yasuha. I'm Tomoko. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it feels like it's been a while since we did an, an episode in English. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last week we had an episode in Japanese. Yeah, we talked about yeah. studying abroad and how's our experience with TCK and CCK affect our decisions of like going to abroad or like. What were we expected oh, from experience. those experiences, and so on? So yeah, that was that was a fun episode. Yeah, um, for several weeks we've been talking a lot about educations. We kind of want to yep. shift to different topics, and this mm-hmm. week we pick theme of friendship. Mm-hmm. So we are going to talk about. How our experience as TCK and CCK influenced the way we build friendship. All right. So, like, what what are friends to you? Who are they for you?、Mm, let's start. A, let's start from there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very deep question. <laughs> friends mean. I know this might sound very. Cliched a little bit, but、mm-hmm. yeah, friends are my family.、Mm-hmm. I feel very connected, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I tend to build a deep friendship. So、mm-hmm. I might not have a big group of friends,、mm-hmm. or、uh, someone who will be <coughs> constantly. Talking, like texting、mm-hmm. or emailing, connecting、yeah. on social media and stuff. But yeah, definitely someone that I can always go to and feel that I am home. Right. That sort of warm and comfort feeling. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel with my friends. So you're more of like the person that prefers like deep、um, connections rather than like、um, I don't want to say scattered, but more of like quote unquote not too deep relationships with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I talk about every topics. Mm-hmm. Share my personal stories to like what happening in the world, things、mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I'm very comfortable sharing about my personal, like topics, and so on with friends. Do you think? Do you think that's because like the amount of people that you consider as friends are like pretty small, or is it that you do have a lot of friends, but you feel you don't feel as comfortable with so many of them as you feel to like a certain amount of them? People I bring up and call as、mm-hmm. friends, like for example, when I'm talking with my mom and then I share about the story、mm-hmm. of my friends, then when、mm-hmm. I refer my friends, is usually the people who I have deeper connections with. Right. Yeah. 
Like, what do you expect from them? What do you expect from a person that you can call a friend? I mean, I guess it can be expectations that you have before you build a relationship, like what you look for in a friendship, or it could be something that you result in having after you build those kind of relationships. Well, because I'm not a person who are comfortable at engaging or like initiate the first like conversations, for example, when you mm-hmm. meet a stranger or something. Mm-hmm. So what I always look for is mm-hmm. the common things that we have. This might be like pretty typical, but like the way the person's dress, the way mm-hmm. person talk in a class, for example, the things that they speak up about is like, oh, I agree with that person. Oh, that person has a very interesting view. Then I mm-hmm. get very attracted to that person, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And starting to feel the similar vibes, then mm-hmm. it makes me feel more comfortable to try to talk to the person. But I also had a case where, you know, the friends dress very different for me. They have very mm-hmm. different tastes of fashions. But we became such a close friend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's not always the case. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, obviously, I always look for common interests and common backgrounds. Yeah. That's one of the big things too. What do you what do you mean by common backgrounds? Common backgrounds mean like similar experience. So it could be TCK, CCK, um, growing up with mixed heritage, those things would be a, a likely to have deeper connections Uh with that person so it is not easy to get that ideas in first impressions or first conversations yeah i know it's so hard yeah you tend to find that out once you kind of got closer and then like oh you're a tck too kind of you know conversations start to happen so it's actually really hard like I really I I really feel that but like um I think I started to like skip small talks Mm. like I won't say it's bullshit conversation but like for instance something like oh the weather is nice today Mm -hmm. like how are you doing is I think I mean I think it's a decent place to start with Mm -hmm. you can kind of like spread the um conversation into things that are deeper Mm -hmm. but like I just really can't deal with conversations that have really nothing to do um with ourselves and can't really develop into a deeper conversation like I I can't do that anymore I just don't Mm -hmm. really have I'd rather save the energy save that energy I use for small talks into Mm -hmm. like 
deeper conversations that I can have with other people from Mm -hmm. pretty much the start. Right. And I think pretty similar to you, I I think I have a lot of acquaintances, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I have a lot of people that I can actually call friends and who I can like reach out like anytime, Mm -hmm. ask for help anytime. And I do also prefer a deeper uh, circle of friends than friendships that are like scattered Mm. all around the place. It's interesting how you mentioned about like common experiences and common backgrounds, because I do also think that like, I think we've also mentioned this in like the first or second episode of this podcast, but like we tend to resonate a lot more with people that have TCK, TCK experiences, and automatically when we realize our circle of friends, like, there are a lot of people who have TCK, TCK experiences. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, like, I'm starting to notice that it's not always Mm -hmm. the fact. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it It is a fact that there are a lot of times where we get close and then you get to know later mm-hmm. that the person has had those kind of yeah. CCK, CCK, like cross-cultural experiences. But then it's not a crucial point for me to mm-hmm. really get to know the person. Mm-hmm. It's rather something that I get to know after. Mm. I absolutely do have a lot of friends who don't have any cross-cultural experiences, but mm-hmm. just have a really wide perspective mm-hmm. yeah when looking at things and mm-hmm. so they're really open to mm-hmm. different um views and they're really they tr- really try to engage mm-hmm. in conversations and mm-hmm. look for uh stimulations new they try to explore mm-hmm. yeah i guess more yeah yeah I know what you mean. Like, I think I gained that kind of experience more after I graduated from the university and started working. I think I Uh mentioned this in some of the episodes as well. But yeah, before I had the feeling that I would not be accepted by anyone else, especially from the people who are not familiar with um, cross-cultural mm-hmm. backgrounds or the mm-hmm. culture kid but I was wrong when I met people from my work um, right. they're like yeah. one of my best friends and yeah. was, like you said they are very interested they are very open-minded yeah. mm-hmm. and willing to know they're very yeah has so much interest with different topics different perspectives and right that definitely made me feel like okay this is like a safe space for me to right, be yeah. honest to be myself yeah, right and that really, really deepened the relationship with them as well because right, right right don't right. have to fake or i don't have to pretend to be someone else and they really appreciate mm-hmm. that too mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so same i think when you can be honest with yourself yeah. and with people mm-hmm. around you really mm-hmm. change the dynamics of relationship. Right, right, right. So do you think like your behavior in when you have when you communicate with people really changes depending on like 
maybe maybe the people and like the topics mm. that you talk about like do you get more active mm. do you ask more questions do you engage yeah. more in certain topics and with certain people yeah definitely i'm not a very um talkative person i think mm-hmm. i mean i see myself as introvert and right. I, so yeah. i'm not so comfortable talking about a lot of things with strangers i would just you know become very quiet and passive when i meet Mm -hmm. someone for the first time right and i hesitate to ask questions and i become more like yeah listener but when i'm with someone that i really have connection with or when I'm with my family or when I'm with mm-hmm. friends that I'm really close to, yeah. I become super talkative. I'm very comfortable sharing my personal stories and I definitely be more person who are talking for most of the time. Like yeah, I would be like saying something really funny, become very you know, outgoing kind of personality. Yeah, I do. I, I see the difference already because, like, yeah. the relationship with you, I don't think, I mean, it has developed, but, like, I guess, like, in terms of, like, mm-hmm. the behavior and how we engage in conversations, like, it hasn't really changed for, like, a really long time. But then, mm-hmm. I guess, like, the first time I saw you speaking in public, <laughs> I was like, um... <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because you yeah. changed a lot. Like, you were... Because I had this impression of you being, like, really active, Mm -hmm. really trying to, like, express a lot of things, Mm -hmm. um, being, like, the major player in in a conversation. But then when you, like, talked, when I saw you talk with other people, you were, like, relatively quiet. And I was like, where's the yes and yes and I know? Very interesting observation. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think it's... um, I have a similar pattern because mm-hmm. when I know that like the conversation that the people around me are having at the moment are not is not something that I can really relate to mm-hmm. like I become really quiet and silent and mm-hmm. then people think that like sometimes people think that I'm really cold mm-hmm. but then when, when it's a conversation that like I'm really passionate about and I have mm-hmm. like strong opinions towards I like as like the same as you I think I tend to like dominate the conversation and like blast my opinions on people and for those for those people that really know me it's it's interesting because like it's very clear that the people that are closest to me and the people that are not as close like the image that they have towards me is really different (sighs) right i know Ah. right (laughs) and it's like oh, I guess I'm a very different person when it comes to talking about these certain topics Mm -hmm. and when I interact with these certain certain people and when I interact with these other people that I don't really is um, engaged with. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I think I have that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a lot to do with whether you're close with that person or not, right? Those different patterns that you have Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. 
but definitely there is um cultural aspect to it as well i feel like i think so i mm. think so this mic kind of related to the language episode we had earlier when uh -huh. we started the podcast but yeah definitely when i'm speaking in english i become more talkative too yeah uh, i also realized that like i said when i'm with my friends that uh -huh. i'm really close to i become very honest i very say things in a straightforward way and right but that happens more when i'm with tck cck friends Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel like why do you think it's mm. that way I mean I've, I know you've mentioned how like you feel safe to express yourself and see mm -hmm. as, and to appear as who you actually yeah. are instead of having to like cover yourself up well the biggest thing is I think whether this person would judge me or not <laughs> when mm, I say yeah. certain things yeah and that stopped me from saying something that right to direct right or then i would try to adjust by saying things indirectly mm -hmm. you don't have to explain where your thoughts your um opinion came mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. when you're with tck friends in detail right so that maybe i don't know actually mm -hmm. um, the intentions behind certain things i say yeah i feel like i expect tck and cck people to understand mm -hmm. and so i don't say it too indirect because I feel like, oh, they will, they might have a similar experience. They're not gonna judge me. Right. Oh, so you don't have to like explain every single detail yeah, yeah. of where everything came from. And yeah. then I also think there's like a huge difference, maybe not a huge difference, but like I think there's a tendency where people try to like ask or like show interest in where mm -hmm. your opinion came from when it's different mm -hmm. and for me like it's really um very stimulating and fun for me to get to know where the person is coming from mm -hmm. like what cultural ba backgrounds they have like what values they have mm -hmm. like yeah just essentially like where their opinions came from mm -hmm. where it's rooted and I think when we talk about, when we communicate with TCKs and CCKs, like we have a mutual understanding that everyone has a different experience mm -hmm. and everyone has different, maybe, maybe have different values. Mm -hmm. And so like, it's easier to say things that don't, that aren't the same with, I guess, like what the majority in that society really expects. Mm -hmm. And it's normal for us to come up with new things that other people don't have in mind. Mm. Okay, so um, I think this is like 
a topic that this is something that like a lot of TCKs and CCKs can relate. Do you have a lot of like long distance friends? Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, <laughs> especially right now. Yeah, especially right now. Yeah, because I moved to a new place and haven't been really socialized with people in person because mm-hmm. of the whole COVID situations. Mm-hmm. And most of my friends are everywhere, scattered around different regions, different countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I stay connected with them through, you know, texting, something, yeah. Skype, FaceTime, those right. things make us stay connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to ask you as a person that has a deep relationship with my friends that have been around with me for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. Do you have times when you like compare your friendship, your like long distance friendships with people that have friendships that are like physically really close to them, like distance, like geographically really close to them? Like, do you feel, do you somewhat have times where you feel a little bit like insecure about having a lot of friends overseas and not Mm. just like really aside you? Oh, um, opposite to you know like what friendships quote-unquote friendships aren't like generally expected to be Mm, I never actually felt any insecurity wow yeah I I actually never really thought about it too but Mm. from my middle school yeah I started to have long distance friendship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think it became normal for me to yeah. have that kind of friendship more than mm-hmm. the friendship and person in, in like right. in the close like geographically close friends uh-huh. because I, I went to international school and a lot of my friends come and go uh-huh, yeah. So that naturally made me stay connected with them. Mm. And once I built a relationship with someone so deeply, yeah, it's hard for me to like, mm, detach. Yeah, detach. I have a <laughs> strong attachment. To people right. <laughs> in general. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be attachment. It can be connection, right? Connection, attachment, yeah, both, I guess. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, actually, yesterday I was looking back my uh-huh. Facebook post uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I found some very interesting posts that I did. In like back in the days, because mm-hmm. I think that time you don't really have messenger or yeah, any, you, you know, the chat function application. Yeah, everyone, much. yeah, everyone used to like post on their walls. Right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and because because of that time, yeah, 
I saw a lot of conversations between my friends and mm. I had a lot of conversation with friends who are physically far away. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, I was like talking to that person on Facebook posts. Like, right. it, it looks like, you know, you're exchanging emails because like you're sharing about your new life in a new place and things like that. Wow. So, I could not knowing see, that it's public. Yeah, not knowing it's public. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I could see that I was very, you know, engaging in those uh, friendship conversations right. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what made me not insecure was definitely the frequency of conversation we had. The, wow. the frequency of communications because there is a technology that allow us to stay connected yeah that gave me a space where i can you know just go online and i can meet my friends virtually yeah uh-huh and yeah that that helped me a lot mm-hmm. with building friendship regardless of physical locations Right, right, right. I it's it's interesting how you don't have you didn't have any difficulty with like not having a lot of friendships mm-hmm. where you live as opposed to like having a lot like o- I think overseas. Mm-hmm. Because for me, like I am a person. I'm I'm not. I won't say I'm the opposite, but then mm-hmm. I might be on the opposite side of the spectrum a little bit more mm-hmm. because. Mm-hmm. I also have friends that are overseas. Like, I have friends all over the world. But then at the same time, I'm the kind of person that wants a person that I can, like, be with in the Mm -hmm. place that I'm living. And when I have absolutely no one that I can, like, talk to Mm -hmm. that lives in the same place, that someone Mm -hmm. that I can, like, meet up where I live, I feel somewhat insecure. Mm -hmm. I really try to look for that. So, like, when I went for my study abroad experience, like, for the first few months, like, I didn't really have a lot of friends because Mm -hmm. it was, you know, it wasn't, it's not easy to, like, build friendships as a TCK and CCK. And so, I was like, oh, I mean, it's not like I don't have friends. It's not like I'm alone in the world, but I Mm -hmm. feel like I want someone that I can, like, talk here. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. the expectations that I have are very different Mm. and the types of relationships Mm, I can mm. I think I can do better in like romantic Mm. relationships and family relationships it doesn't really have to be in the spot but for friendships I feel like I want that sense of security Mm. like do you do you know why you don't feel insecure like the reason within yourself I know you mentioned about like technology and the frequency Mm. of Mm -hmm. the conversations that you have but then aside of that do you think there is this internal strength or quality that you have that makes you not feeling insecure about not having friendships in the spot that you live? I think the reason I could build the virtual friendship is because I had a strong foundation of friendship before it moves right. to be virtual. Mm-hmm. Like I, I never had a friend who just like, I never met that person before. We met online. No, I I never had that kind of (laughs) friendship before. It's always started from a strong in-person connections. 
right. and that yeah. really something that I value and uh-huh. I see that these connections I want to sustain I want uh-huh. to make it last right then I have the commitment mm-hmm. mm. and I rather be committed to make it a mm. long-term friendship right and I think because I have such a deep connection with those friends yeah i tend to um, prefer mm-hmm. staying connected with the friends who are far right. away then try to make new friends who are in mm. the same locations mm. because i'm not good at going out to mm-hmm. a random place and be friends with strangers or talk to new people. Yeah. I tend to look back to the past, mm-hmm. look back to the old friendship and mm-hmm. because it's something that I'm familiar with and right, yeah. something that I already have a deep connections. Right. That sense of warm and like comfort. Yeah. I crave for that more than. Yeah adventurous <laughs> challenge like you making your friends uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah so you know my friends actually uh express worries and concerns when <laughs> i move to a new place because they know that i'm like that right that i would be attached <laughs> to mm. friends that i yeah i I have a long like terms friendship with they always say to me that like you know try to make new friends in new place too okay I don't live in the past all the time mm-hmm. you will find new good friends too but don't forget about right. us <laughs> and yeah so right 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 like I think in my opinion, I don't think there's a, there's any like good or bad or like mm-hmm. better or yeah. worse in yeah. terms of like how you develop a relationship mm-hmm. and whether you try to like build new relationship as opposed to like trying to stick to the old friends mm-hmm. that you have. And I think for me, it's interesting because like you mentioned, at least in the past, like you tried to initiate communications with mm-hmm. the people that were distanced from you and you think that that was what kept you um, feel connected mm-hmm. and secure about the relationships that you had with the people surrounding you but for me it's weird because I feel insecure when I don't have friends at the spot but then at mm-hmm. the same time it's not like I feel disconnected with the friends mm-hmm. that I have overseas mm-hmm. like I feel really connected and mm-hmm. like it's not like I con- I contact them really frequently mm-hmm. I am rather a person that does not like texting I, I hate texting actually <laughs> <laughs> I hate texting and I really don't I'm not really in contact with anyone um all the time and it's not like I talk to my friends overseas frequently but then I I still feel really connected because I know that I have the connection mm-hmm. that I had before yeah. when we were friends at the spot mm-hmm. And I also know that it's not going to fade unless the mm-hmm. per- unless one person kind of like turns their back. 
-hmm. But yeah, it's not like just because there's a distance, it's just not going to be thrown out of the window. It's going to, it's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. But then still I look for a relationship where I live Mm -hmm. that would make me feel a bit more secure than Mm -hmm. not having anyone physically around me, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like I wanted to ask, do you think the frequency that you contact your friends Mm -hmm. who are distant from you have Mm -hmm. like changed ever since you for instance like finished your student life and started working and started to have a lot more responsibilities because I think you know as we grow up like we we gain we gain a lot more things that occupy our Mm -hmm. daily life and it really comes to be different and you really Mm -hmm. you know you really start to realize how difficult it is to like keep in touch with people oh yeah 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 so has that changed and has that like changed your relationship with people yeah it definitely changed after i uh started working yeah Mm. yeah i don't text or talk to my friends that often compared Mm -hmm. to the time i was still a student we tend to like talk maybe once in a three months or like mm-hmm. once is like half a year but you don't feel disconnected too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i guess you both know that you're already working yeah you're busy absolutely and the all the circumstances and the, even though frequency might have been decreased, mm-hmm. you still have that sense of connection. So mm-hmm. once in a while you started talking, you have that strange feeling of like, oh, like we haven't been talking f- for so long, but it just mm-hmm. feels like yesterday. Like right. you're catching up all the stuff been happening in mm-hmm. your life, but... Mm-hmm. You don't feel that blank period mm-hmm. of time that you didn't talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a mm-hmm. feeling that I gain more after mm-hmm. started working. Does your mm. conversations that you have in person differ to the conversations that you have on the phone? Because for me, like, it's so it's so weird and mm-hmm. also interesting at the same time. But like sometimes, especially when I like reconnect with people that I wasn't too close with in the past, but like become really close instantly for some reason on the phone. Uh, like when I yeah, like when I meet them in person, like they, it's it feels so different. And then like the conversation that we have is not as like vibrant like compared to the ones that we had on the phone and then like the whole oh, really like, yeah sometimes the session that we have in person is just like not as fun or not as like whoa yeah not <laughs> as like vibrant I know it's so weird like we have so much fun on the phone and then when we see each other in person we're like oh. <laughs> maybe it's because you kind of got nervous meeting that person for you haven't seen that person for so long and you started seeing them and maybe because <laughs> I, I do feel the power of like being able to see the person's face right like I've this is a bit personal but like 
when I had a long distance relationship, like mm-hmm. it was so much easier to communicate and to like understand what the person's wanting to say mm-hmm. and like like wanted to express when mm-hmm. I saw their face on camera. Mm-hmm. It was so different. And then like we stopped mm-hmm. having fights after yeah. that. Yeah. And so like I do think that there is a certain amount of like power that like seeing the person does have. But yeah, I was really curious because, you know, for me in that way, it becomes a little bit more difficult to like keep the deep connection that I developed like overseas. Not mm-hmm. not, not like exclusively overseas but like in distance to like mm-hmm. maintain that same vibration when like in person mm-hmm. in the relationship mm-hmm. in person yeah I know what you mean I actually have both cases mm-hmm. of I feel more comfortable talking yeah. to a person by seeing their face mm-hmm. whereas I also feel comfortable or sometimes prefer texting mm-hmm. Using emoji and oh, okay. uh, by writing mm-hmm. the message, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure what what make it different mm-hmm. because sometimes I feel like I can be more honest by texting, mm-hmm. mm. like certain topics maybe. Yeah, right. Certain topics might be better to be written in a text form. Where something else, yeah, you prefer talking face to face. But I think for emotional topics, mm-hmm. I prefer texting. Oh, is it because it's so like hard to confront? Yeah, yeah. Such emotional spaces of each other, yeah. like seeing each other visually. Uh-huh. So when I see my friends visually. I tend to avoid talking of topics that would be like sad or yeah, sad. <laughs> yeah. More of like I have this complaint to make or I have this can you listen to what like I was so mad at this time or like something fun, something funny. Mm-hmm. All that, you know energetic conversation I would prefer to have in like face to face but mm-hmm. I think I tend to avoid emotional topics too having some kind of wall right yeah I guess it's you don't really feel much of that difficulty because you're really used to it like mm-hmm. you know you mentioned that you've had that from middle school yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's really a big part of it. Yeah, because especially like at that age, you don't really care about mm-hmm. the barriers that distance really gives you, like the 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 difference of the communications that you have on technology mm-hmm. over technology mm-hmm. and the communications that you have in person. Like you don't really think about it. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. look, we're just talking. It's just that the tool has changed, but we're just mm-hmm. talking. But yeah. then when you grow up and, like, see other things in the world and, like, start to, like, be concerned with a lot of other things, like, you understand how it's so different and then how, you know, you start to care about a lot more things. Mm-hmm. 
and some some ideas and some some mm-hmm. like concepts really get in the way of how you communicate with people yeah 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 definitely that's a big part of me because right. i actually recently had my friends who were very worried about mm-hmm. we we were like 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 few months ago we were yeah in the same place and mm-hmm. me and her meet in person almost every week yeah but it almost like a first time for her to have a friend we're really uh-huh. close going super far away and the only right. way to be oh. connected is to texting uh-huh. and like sometimes skype and stuff so uh-huh. she was like uh-huh. she was not sure if she can like do it if she'll be mm-hmm. okay whereas mm-hmm. I was keep reassuring her that it's going to be okay and it's going to be right. the same. We're not going right. to be apart. We're going to be stay uh-huh. connected. I was very uh-huh. confident. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that clearly show how mm-hmm. I'm very used to having yeah. this form of relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are we are perfectly fine. She also like, "Oh, yeah, it's working. It's thank thank you to the technology." And like she doesn't feel like it's different. I mean, she's still mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, prefer meeting in person obviously, but yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, really matter of if you're used to it or not as well, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like you, like you said, you really, you know, value the in-person relationship. And mm-hmm. that's, a, yeah, it, it, it's a very important part of, you know, how people interact in general. And mm-hmm. I also like in-person. If I have yeah. a choice, if I have a choice, yes. I yeah, if you have a choice. want to have in-person friendship. and Right. But I think especially in this condition of you know pandemic mm-hmm. covid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. more and more people are being forced to yeah. in a way yeah to adapt to this new you know virtual connection virtual yeah this new normal yeah way of building connection with people yeah and i feel like maybe TCK and CCK are quite already used to having mm-hmm. this former relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. adapting new normal right yeah it's still difficult I it's still I difficult. have to say it's it's every single person's new challenge mm-hmm. it, is. it is absolutely is it is but I also feel like maybe for TCK and CCK, they're familiar with um, forming, engaging in those form of communication uh-huh. and building relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, like, yeah, as you mentioned, COVID is really changing a lot of mm-hmm. The, the forms of relationships that we have, you know, we're kind of forced to be distant with a lot of people that we really used to, like, engage physically. But, you know, I, I hope everyone can still feel connected mm-hmm. and really 
explore the ways that they can still feel um, that they're not alone, that mm -hmm. they're that nothing really has changed. Like the relationship doesn't mm -hmm. really change just because um, you can't see them. And it's also a time where you can really connect with yourself. Yeah. Definitely. So it's a really good yeah. time to, yeah, it's a really good time to start doing that journey as well. But yeah, we're all connected. So <laughs> don't be, you know, don't, don't try to be overwhelmed. I mean, I am too. I am guilty of that too, but don't really try to like control the amount of information that you get because you can really easily be overwhelmed with that. Mm. I don't think that being connected always means about like being connected on social media. So mm -hmm. yeah, really try to control that. And yeah, well, we're all okay. <laughs> That's essentially what I want to say. <laughs> so, um, this week we talked about the friendships of TCK and CPK. I think, you know, we can have another time where we talk about other aspects of this topic because I think it's a very wide concept that can be developed into a lot of elements and I hope we can, you know, have some other guests or someone or something that can add up to our perspectives to have a deeper and more interesting conversation. And we'll come up with, another, I mean, we'll come back with another topic next week. So thanks for listening. Thank you. And keep well and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.